I'm glad that you had a you know you have a chance to set up the the home office there and uh, being in downtown Haverhill, I know that you're close to all those restaurants and uh, and have you had a chance to uh, to talk to those folks? You know how are they holding up? Absolutely. Well, thanks for asking. Uh, we spend a good amount of time checking in on our restaurants downtown uh, and ordering takeout. And when we go pick up the takeout, we uh, stand you know six feet apart, but we make sure that we check in with the restaurant owners and see how they're doing. Um, and all I can say is that all of them are, uh, of course, going through a very tough economic time. Um, but uh, the good news is, is that they can really feel and appreciate the support of the Haverhill community that has rallied around them. Uh, to order takeout, delivery, uh, or buy a gift card that they can use in the future. Um, so it's really been inspiring to see how that has translated into some hope uh, for these businesses. And I'm grateful for the partnership uh, with the Haverhill Chamber of Commerce uh, in creating that gift card program very early on in this crisis that very well could have helped uh, keep some of these businesses afloat while we await that federal relief to actually uh, trickle down to the local level. Yeah, the uh, that that program through the Haverhill Chamber of Commerce is that still uh, oper- uh, underway, or, or did they <laughs> did they run out of money? Yeah, so early on uh, the program did run out of money, but uh, we launched it again. And uh, my understanding is that we've matched uh, close to thirty thousand dollars in gift cards, which means that there's been sixty thousand uh, dollars running through the local restaurant economy just within the last couple of uh, weeks. And so um, we're going to launch that program again uh, today uh, for small businesses that aren't restaurants. So we'll include retail as well, which is having a tough time, as you can imagine, not being able to sell anything um, or only sell online. So uh, we're going to revamp the program and do everything that we can to continue to circulate local dollars and create local resiliency uh, while we await uh, this federal relief that has been promised. Uh, well, that's a that's a great thing, and I'm sure that that's something that you'll be talking about uh, at 11 o'clock this morning when you're on that conference, uh, that teleconference with the uh, Haverhill Chamber, huh? That's right, Wynn, and we've uh, used technology to the best of our ability to keep the community informed and engaged. Uh, and at 11 a.m., we've set up a video conference uh, with uh, the Chamber of Commerce and some of my partners in government, uh, all the way from uh, Congresswoman Lori Chahan to Senator Gazzaglio. Uh, Linda Dean Campbell will be on as well, and uh, it's a video conference with uh, small business owners, um, and we'll be going over the federal package that just passed and how folks can uh, best take advantage of all the menu of options that are available uh, to them, uh, programs ranging from an immediate $10,000 grant for small businesses to a payroll protection program um, that uh, is really designed to keep uh, people on staff for the next eight weeks, and it is a loan up front, but small businesses that keep their employees on for the next eight weeks with this payroll loan will get the loan forgiven. So imagine getting eight weeks of payroll plus 25% in a loan um, and keeping your staff on throughout that period. Uh, that loan could get forgiven after eight weeks uh, through that loan. So we want to make sure that our Haverhill businesses and nonprofits uh, take advantage of that because it is a resource that is available, and we know that our banks are stepping up to the plate to make themselves available for that. Well, that sounds great. Where do you sign up for this? <laughs> uh, well, sba.gov, but you can also email me or email Dugan at the chamber. My email is andy.vargas at mahouse.gov, and we'd be more than happy to send you all the resources that are available. We had a great call with um, Senator Markey and Senator Warren uh, last week, 
to go over the entire uh, federal stimulus package, and they were fantastic in uh, highlighting the most important and key points uh, because it is a big package. It's a lot to sort through, and so uh, having their guidance on creating a summary for that is helpful, and we're happy to share that. All right. Well, that that's a good thing. Now, uh, what's taking place today is um, kind of similar to what you did a little bit earlier this week. You had your own teleconference. That's right. So we uh, we had a video conference, a town hall that was virtual over Facebook, Instagram, and HC Media. And I'm so grateful to the folks over at HC Media for making that happen because we are able to reach a, a wider audience at home, uh, local access, and um, we know that thousands of people did tune in. We took questions um, from folks via email, via comments, and it was really uh, engaging um, uh, time uh, to be able to share with uh, constituents and uh, folks even across the Commonwealth that did tune in. Uh, we answered all sorts of questions on housing, uh, unemployment, um, uh, you know, public health, getting your information from accurate sources. We did say make sure that you're uh, subscribing to your local news at this time, including WHAV, of course, um, because, you know, part of the challenge with this pandemic is that folks are getting their information uh, from sources that aren't always accurate. And everybody has a cousin that, you know, is a doctor or, or works for the DOD and has the lowdown. And, and that's not, the you know, the type of information that we need to rely on. We need to rely on government sources and local newspapers that do their homework. That's right. Local newspapers, local uh, radio stations, too. That's uh, right. There aren't a whole lot of those around, but uh, April's very fortunate that, that we're here. I, I believe that uh, WHAB does a fantastic job. You know, we're telling folks what's what's going on and, and, uh, and how the money is being spent and all that. That's very important. That's right. Hey, you had a uh, you you mentioned that that, that uh, Haverhill and I know that that you're not operating the program, but the Haverhill Chamber uh, might be expanding that program for retail. I uh, I just have a uh, a quick thought. I know that uh, you know uh, yes, some of the stores are closed, but uh, not everybody's on a salary. Some people are on a uh, are on a straight commission basis. And I know that some of the car dealers, for example. You know they they've closed the sales offices, so there's there's no income for the uh, salespeople. Anything that uh, that can help out those folks that are on straight commission? Yeah, no, that's a great that's a great um, uh, question there. Uh, so I think part part of the uh, SBA program may be able to help some of those those folks, but the other thing that is important for people to note is that the definition of people who can apply for unemployment has been expanded as well. Um, and if you are self-employed, if you're a 1099, um, you will now be able to apply for unemployment. Um, the feds have opened that up uh, to uh, a wider audience, but they have not uh, provided guidance to the state yet. And uh, what the Baker administration has told us is that they're waiting for uh, the feds to come down and say, okay, now that self-employed people, 1099 people, uh, are going to apply for unemployment, and by the way, everybody on unemployment is going to get an extra $600. Here's how you implement uh, the program. And so we're waiting for that guidance to actually arrive so that we can open it up. But once that does arrive, we'll be sure to uh, post that all over our different uh, channels of communication. All right. Well, it's a lot, uh, a lot of detail out there, and, and that's why uh, you know folks like you are so important because you can help guide people through you know, dotting the I's and, and crossing the T's and all that stuff. Very important. And, and you've got the backup help as well in your office, too, don't you? 
That's right. I'm Rafajic in my office. Uh, is still working uh, remote and uh, has been a fantastic uh, asset uh, to our community, helping many folks with unemployment, with all sorts of uh, constituent services, questions about where to get food. Uh, we've both been fielding all those calls and has been a tremendous help. Uh, but I really want to highlight uh, and thank the individuals and the families that are on the front lines of responding to this pandemic, the nurses, the doctors, the first responders, the grocery workers, the sanitation workers, people who are out there every single day knowing that uh, despite being out there, they might be putting themselves at risk, uh, but are doing so for for a greater good uh, to keep our society moving and to keep our society healthy. And so I just want to thank all the individuals and Havel families that uh, play a role uh, in in th- those individuals' lives. I saw a video yesterday. It wasn't from Haverhill, but I could see a Haverhill family doing this. Uh, of a a doctor, a mom who has uh, who has three boys, and uh, every time the mom comes home from the hospital uh, during this pandemic, uh, the boys and the husband line up at the door and welcome her home by clapping uh, in in a, in a line and in a row, almost as if a, a war hero has come home. And uh, they cheer her on every single day. And it was just a moving, a very moving uh, video. And I know that many Haverhill families uh, are likely doing the same. Oh, definitely. You know, it it reminds me, although I I wasn't around when when this happened, but it just reminds me of the uh, of the war effort, you know, when they were rationing gasoline and and rubber and all that stuff. And and uh, everybody just pulls together. And uh, That's that's what's happening right now. That's right, and we're gonna we're gonna come out of this, and we're gonna come out of this stronger because I believe that this has made many people open their eyes and realize how essential uh, so many of us are to each other, and that we all play a role in the individual health and success of, of one another, whether we like it or not. Um, we all play a role to make sure that we stop the spread of this pandemic. Grocery workers play such a vital role to make sure that people have access to food. Sanitation workers who often get overlooked play a, such important role to make sure that sanitation continues and so i think you know this has created a a new sort of sense of social consciousness in the community that hopefully will allow us to build a stronger fabric in our society um and so i just want to thank everybody in Haverhill who's been uh, playing their role taking this seriously adhering to social distancing um it's important to take this seriously but also to uh, be calm about this and know that we have 66 cases in Haverhill the numbers are going to continue to rise not only in Haverhill but especially statewide and when you see those numbers, don't uh, freak out is what I'm telling folks. It's it's expected, and it's going to be expected for you to probably know somebody who is positive with the virus. Uh, but remember, the vast majority of people are going to recover just fine from COVID-19. Uh, the important thing is that we all take social distancing seriously, and the sooner that we do that, the sooner we can go back to normal. That's right. And uh, normal is uh, probably not going to be normal as we remembered it, but uh, uh, yeah. normal is still a, a normal thing. We had a, a story talking about local news coverage. We have a story this morning on uh, WHAV from uh, Mayor Fiorentini, who's, uh, you know, saying that, you know, when it comes to budget time, because this is budget time, uh, revenues at the local level and the state level, uh, they're they're going to be seriously damaged for this upcoming fiscal year. I, that's that's my take on it. What do you think about it? Yeah, I think it's certainly reasonable uh, to expect that revenues are going to be down. Uh, they are already down. Um, and so I think uh, planning for uh, some cuts or scaling back in certain projects is going to be part of this. Unfortunately, it's the inevitable truth 
Um, and at the state level, we're doing everything we can to uh, both uh, do two things. One is uh, get our accounts in order to be able to deal with it, but also look at uh, what other uh, sources of revenue uh, can can be tapped into or the rainy day fund. You know, we have a $3 billion rainy day fund at the state level, but our state budget is $45 billion. So um, it's obviously not uh, going to be able to uh, cover uh, even a fraction of everything that uh, state government does, but uh, it could help us get through uh, some of the months where we do see this slowdown in revenue. But the sooner we actually take social distancing seriously, the sooner we can um, open our economy back up and start generating the revenues necessary to not have uh, such deep budget cuts. But I would say that it is certainly uh, expected and reasonable uh, to expect uh, certain cuts to come down. Uh, the good news uh, is that with this federal package that did uh, pass uh, already, uh, there is increased funding uh, coming uh, down to Massachusetts and uh, Haverhill in particular is about $620,000 in CDBG money, which I did see that uh, WHAV reported. Uh, and CDBG is the Community Development Block Grant, which uh, has to be particularly invested in low-income and poor uh, neighborhoods and precincts. Uh, and in addition to that, uh, FEMA has said that they are going to reimburse uh, 75% of disaster-related costs for municipalities. So we've been working closely with the mayor and uh, local nonprofits to make sure that we're documenting all of those costs so that that could be reimbursed by the federal government. Um, so we're doing everything that we can to make sure that um, we hold on to the revenues that we have uh, and that uh, we tap into the rainy day fund because it's certainly raining, um, but that we're also uh, fiscally responsible about the future that's moving ahead. All right, physically responsible and, and physically responsible, too. <laughs> John, That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, I'm going to steal that one. I'm going to use that. <laughs> okay. That's my, my pleasure. Yeah, take the, it. <laughs> the, the sooner we're physically responsible, the sooner we can be fiscally responsible. Ooh, I like that. that yeah, nice nice twist on that. <laughs> All right. So your uh, your uh, conference is going to be at, uh, at 11 o'clock this morning. I don't know if you have to be. I don't think you have to be a Haverhill Chamber member to uh, – to uh, be part of that, but are you going to no. do that from your house, or are you going to do that from uh, from somewhere else? Yep, that'll be from my house, right where I'm sitting right now. Okay, <laughs> all right, great. Hey, uh, we'll have to keep in touch. And uh, anything else you'd like to add, Andy? No, I think that's it. And just uh, again, a special thanks to, to all the folks over at WHAB for keeping local news going. Uh, for anyone that's listening, please consider. Uh, being a supporter of WHAV, they do fantastic work, and in this time, it's so important to have a verified source of news, uh, particularly at the local level. Oh, you are a true champion. <laughs> I appreciate That's, that. You got it, Lynn. Thank All you right. so much. Thank you so much, and we'll uh, be talking with you a little bit later on. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM WHAV. That's the wave. W-A-V.